What's up, guys? This your girl, Coco, and I want to welcome you to another episode of Kikin with Coco. Um, if you are new to the show, let me just tell you a little bit about it. Basically, I it is about life with the emphasis on relationships. And my friends come on the show and we kiki about whatever the topic for the day is. And um, that's about it. But the main goal is to help you guys navigate the journey. No, I don't have all the answers, you know, but, um, you know, just to give you a different perspective, maybe you can learn something from it. And like I said, that is the goal. Today's episode is about no finance, no love. And basically, it's a lot of women that's like, if you ain't paying all the bills or if you ain't got money, we can't be. And I know I'm not that type of person. And so today I have my homegirl, Andrea, on the show this week. She was on the episode last week. And so she get her solo episode this week, y'all. So you want to go ahead and introduce yourself and basically like just give them a little more about you. Okay, well, I'm Andrea, but y'all can just call me Drea. Um, me and still go back to um, freshman year of high school, um, and we reconnected in our adult life, which is kind of crazy, um, in Virginia. And it's crazy because one time I was visiting Virginia, and she was visiting Virginia, and we ended up on the same flight. And that was when I think I, like, bumped into her. Before, so the fact that like Virginia brought us back together is just—it was meant to be. <laughs> <laughs> and then I forgot all about that. <laughs> that flight, right? You yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so that was like maybe my south, my my freshman year of college. So that was crazy. Like it was just—it was meant to be. Virginia was for us, I guess. <laughs> definitely. Um, she it like since we've reconnected, like we've definitely been the best of friends, and I could not see my life without this person. Um, And so this week, we are going to have a Kiki session. So I'm sure you guys are all aware that Meg the Stallion dropped a remix with Beyonce. So I stand. Yes. Yes, honey. Real hot, girl. (laughs) (laughs) And I know I have heard some people say, oh, I'm not a fan, you know, whatever. But I think it's a pretty good remix. I think it shows Beyonce's um, versatility and how she can sing, rap, do it all. And, you know, of course, Meg The Stallion is on the rise. And I think to get the stamp of approval from Beyonce is just like, girl, you have arrived and there's nothing but great things coming for you. Yes. Like, first of all, they're both from Houston. So imagine just being Megan, like growing up in Houston. She's probably been looking up to Destiny's Child, Beyonce her whole life. So it's like one of your idols is on your track. Like, that's major. And exactly. I just think it's important for like somebody for Beyonce to like reach back and give her that stamp of approval. Like, I love it. Just love it. Same. Um, so another good thing that came out of their collab because the proceeds from that single are gonna go to the COVID nineteen. Um, go contributions are gonna go to that effort uh for the Houston town and I think that's awesome and the mayor is giving them their own day but I feel like because Beyonce has done philanthropy work philanthropy work for Houston for so long like you just now giving her a day exactly it takes a pandemic for her to get a day and she's probably been giving back forever but you know the agency goes out and look it's a lot of Beyonce haters so I'm, you know, at some point, you just can't keep denying her greatness. So the mayor was like, all right, let's give her a day. <laughs> I can appreciate it. I think she deserved it. Um, 
She, I think she has showed time and time again that she put on for her city. And big ups to Meg for getting that stamp of approval, getting you a day. Like, your hard work is definitely paying off. Um, and I love hearing your music. Can't wait to hear some more, girl. Wait a minute, Coco, though. Are you going to do the challenge I was trying to practice yesterday? You going to learn to dance? <laughs> Chai, I did. Start trying to learn to dance, but some of them movements stay too fast for me. <laughs> Girl, I had just learned um the regular Savage Challenge, but I never oh. made my video. And now I'm like, now that the remix out, I can't do I can't do that old one. Nobody checking for the old one no more. I oh, well, I had started learning the old one. The new one look <laughs> real advanced. You know, it it's been a long time since I danced, like, deep, like <laughs> choreographed dancing. So the skills ain't there no more. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> I need a step-by-step tutorial. <laughs> and I think the girls who created it, they are giving a tutorial. But, of course, you know, everybody has to make their coins during this pandemic. So I think that they're doing a tutorial that you can, like, pay to learn to dance. <laughs> I I don't even know if I can contribute because I I might not be posting no video, <laughs> girl. I was and to me, if I ain't my, gonna post the video, you know, I was gonna put on my Abby Park, you know, my little um, <laughs> outfit and make a video, but it's looking real grim because I'm like, I ain't gonna learn that dance. You know, I am so disappointed that I had to sell my Ivy Park shoes because I was pressed. I had me a whole jogging fit. I had the <laughs> shoes. I'm like, yes, I'm Ivy Park down. And then got them, and they was too big. Cause, mm-hmm. uh, well, first off, they men's sizes. And then I bought them in the UK. So I didn't necessarily know what size to buy. And I was just like... Maybe this will work out for me, and it just wasn't the case. <laughs> but so I ended up selling them. And girl, one girl had the nerve to be like, so of course I want to make my money back off the shoe. You yes. know what I'm saying? So I sold it on a site that take a percentage. So of course I had to up the price of what I originally paid for. So I think I had posted it for like maybe 208 215 which I think was reasonable because I seen people selling them for like $240. So I'm like, two fifteen shouldn't be too bad. You know, at least I get my one seventy five dollars that I paid. Mm-hmm. This girl gonna say, you know, because of the comp- because of the pandemic, my coins are really short. So I really like you to consider my offer. Well, girl, it sounds like you don't need to be buying nothing if your coins are short. I was going to say, shoes should be the last thing on her mind. <laughs> and you know, I ain't knocking no Exactly. Either. Baby, if you got to negotiate for some shoes, these shoes not for you. Go they put that money on a me. bill or some groceries. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially mm-hmm. groceries. Go child what these kids eating during this pandemic. Eating <laughs> <laughs> you out of house and home, huh? I tell you, all my money is going towards groceries. I'm to the point like I need a deep freezer because... I just feel like it's so much food in the house, but then it's so much. Yet I turn around the next day and it's so little because they eat everything. Yeah, at least you got a regular size freezer in the UK. My freezer, it looked like it's a nice size, but it's literally only three drawers. And it's not like, <laughs> you know, you could just keep piling stuff in a drawer. You know, if stuff get frozen, it don't, it ain't as movable, you know. Right. So I, I'm literally like, okay, let me eat everything in the freezer before I go buy anything else or I ain't going to have room for it. <laughs> well, at least you ain't got to share, girl, because I should be skinny as all get out the way these damn people eat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, I should be slim because they eat everything. They snack all day. I'm spending hundreds. Hundreds and hundreds of dollars on groceries. It's crazy. Well, every week? No, not every week. Mm-mm. I get anxiety when I go in the grocery store. Last week, I went to the grocery store. I spent a couple hundred dollars, but I was so stressed out because people get too close to me. I left the grocery store and went straight to the liquor store at 11 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <No, I'm> t- <laughs> That's yeah, how stressed that I got. I'm like, let me go get me some douce. I can't take it. It was just a lot. <laughs> So, you know, Stella Rosa is coming out with all these different flavors or whatever, right? So, Lala done bought up all the damn Stella Rosa and they ain't restocked. 
Well, at least you know where to go to have you a drink. Girl, we drank that all up already. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> so now I finished my douce last week. From when I moved here, I had packed a gallon of crown. So now I'm working my way through the crown. <laughs> oh, I'm going to have to send you something in the mail then, girl. If y'all ain't got none. No, we got plenty of liquor, surprisingly. It's the wine that's all selling out. It ain't the liquor that's selling out. <laughs> oh, man, well, they ain't, they, then that means London don't have hard times like us, baby, because we going through the liquor. We, I've been yeah. skipping wine. I've been coming home going to the liquor. Usually I come home for the wine. Mm-mm. I've been coming home going for the liquor. I know, I know you stress, child, if you going for the hard liquor, because you normally stand for a good glass of wine. <laughs> yes, and I think once this is over... Um, maybe I'll be back to my wine in a week, but I've been getting off work. Like, let me grab this douce and pour me a little bit of lemonade in here and have a drink. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to give me some lemonade and try that. It's really good with the douce. The lemonade and the douce, it tastes really good. Especially mm-hmm. if you use that Simply Lemonade. Yeah. Some of them flavor kinds. Oh, it's amazing. Mm, okay, I'm going to have to try it. What's the best flavor to try with it? That raspberry lemonade. The raspberry. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. All right. Y'all heard it. Try y'all some douce and raspberry lemonade. And, or if it's a really hard day, take you some douce and some Patron. Together? Your, yes, honey. It make you some best life punch. You get your, your fruit, uh, you know, fruit punch of your choice. Get you like a Sprite, mix the douce and the Patron. You're not going to have a hangover either. But don't use that Reposado Patron. You got to use um like the green bottle Patron or That's something better. Patron yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, you'll be out and try it out. I'm telling you, it's gonna get real hard one day. Get that do say Patron, mix it up, and the <laughs> next morning, you ain't even gonna have a hangover. You're gonna wake up, wake up feeling great. Maybe some of that best life punch. I'm telling you, <laughs> all right. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to try that out, <laughs> girl. I know, I'm telling you, I got three kids and I, I work at the hospital. I'm telling you, I got the cure, okay. I know. Okay. She know, she know. I be drinking. I, I get all my advice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I think that is going to wrap it up for the Kiki session, and we are going to move it over into the hot cup of cocoa for this week. Um. So basically, when I think about no love, no finance. I feel like there is it like I said in the last episode you don't have to be rich but the goal is definitely to be financially stable. So for me, I'm not looking for a man to buy me gifts all the time. You know like now my love language is receiving gifts. But I like the only time I feel like I expect a gift is Christmas and birthday. And anything outside of those, it's nice, you know, to feel like somebody thought about me and bought me a gift. But I don't, because I'm the same way. I will buy just because gifts. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I feel like just because gifts don't have to be extravagant. I feel like they can be, you know, just minor stuff. Like if, like, as of right now, like, for the most part, all of my friends are starting up businesses or whatever. So, you know, invest in my brand. You know, I appreciate mm-hmm. that. You know, if we live in together, you know, of course, let's make sure home is taken care of. Um, what's your stance on gifts and taking care of home and that type of thing? Uh, I'm definitely a take care of home person type, you know, first, that's the most important thing. Like at least make sure, you know, the bills are paid. We have everything we need. And then after our needs are met, then let's dive into our wants. Mm -hmm. Um, as far as gifts go, like in the beginning, I think it was like, you know, I want something for my birthday. I want something for Christmas. I want something for Valentine's day. I want something for mother's day. I want something for, you know, every, every day, all the time, you know, um, gifts was just like I mean my love language is words of affirmation and acts of service and sometimes acts of service include like a gift of some sort or some form of appreciation Mm -hmm. but um now that I've gotten older and you know me and my husband have been together for so long and our finances is like a together thing um I'm not really like huge on gifts anymore because I just think like well 
we can put this money towards doing X, Y, Z. Like we could put it towards a vacation or we could put it towards doing something in the house. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it has changed a whole lot for me. Like the type of gifts I want now, it's not like do something to the house or I want a a new house. You know, like my gifts now are different, totally Mm. different (laughs) Mm -hmm. than they used to be. Now, I can definitely say, like, I'm all about building experiences. So if somebody was to surprise me for my birthday and be like, I'm taking you on vacation. Okay, cool. You know, you got to let me know in advance because, you know, work or whatever. But, you know, at least I know for my birthday, you know, you took me on a trip. And we Mm -hmm. had an amazing experience, whatever that experience was, you know, so I'm all about building experience over gifts, because most times I'm just appreciative that you thought about me, that you cared enough about me to feel like, oh, I'm gonna make your birthday special or for Christmas. Like, no, we're not going to take the trip right now. But, you know, this was your Christmas gift and then we'll use it whenever you booked everything. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, if you got it to buy me a nice gift, great. You know what I'm saying? But it's not a prereq to be like, oh, you need to buy me a Louis bag or, you know, shoes. Because in my mind, I could do that myself. And I'm all down for, you know, doing this. What Whatever I'm asking you to do for me, I'm down to do the same in return. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I think that comes from you being somebody who's independent. And it's so crazy that you just said something about a Louis bag. So I was having a conversation with um, one of my friends. I'm not going to say she's younger than me because she's not. Um, but, you know, I could. we both are in different places in our lives. Like, she's still dating. You know, she don't have any kids. I have kids. Um, I do a totally different type of position than she does. And... She was like, my guy always say, I don't never ask for nothing. And I'm like, that's because, you know, the stuff I want, um, you know, it's real expensive. I'm like, I know, right? You want them to, like, invest in your business. She's like, yeah, I might buy you a house. She's like, yeah. I'm like, a car, a new car? She was like, yeah. She was like, shoot, I want a Louis bag. And I was just like, oh. So, I'm <laughs> <laughs> like, um, I want to think about no Louis bags. But, like, that just kind of. It was like a like a ding 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 to me. Like sometimes, you know, what you want, sometimes people that are around you, they not on those same things. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. But you know how they tell you like um your net worth is your network. Yeah. So it's very important to surround yourself with like minded people who think the same things that you think and um have that that mentality that'll push you. So I might be that person for her that's pushing her because I'm like, girl, honestly. We it's payday. We could take the check and go buy a Louis bag. That's not the only thing that you want. Like, let's be yeah. real. You know, you want something that's gonna make you some money. So after that, you don't have to worry about being like, oh, I want a Louis bag. You got so much money, you can just get whatever Louis bag you want. Like, it's a high time for us to start thinking about stuff that's gonna make us money while we sleep versus mm-hmm. getting something like a bag that's gonna depreciate as soon as you buy it. Like. Mm-hmm. Because I know somebody just told me that their son's mother buys him, like, $1,000 jeans. And I'm like, for a kid? Like, oh, hell no. Like, I don't even wear $1,000 pair of jeans. So I for (laughs) damn sure ain't buy no child that's going to grow out of it. The boy probably ain't even hit his growth spurt yet. And you talking about you buying a $1,000 pair of jeans. I'm like, your priorities is in the wrong place. Like... I get it for the rich and famous or the wealthy. Like, Mm -hmm. this is something that y'all do. But I think us regular folk need to take into account that our money don't run the same. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? These people are making money and they sleep. We're trying to get to that point. And it's just taking us a little bit longer because, and and some of those people did grind to get where they are. They, They wasn't born with it. But it's just like, I'm not about to be, yeah, I can afford to buy Louis bags or whatever, but I just don't feel like that's where all my money needs to be going. Now, will I buy myself something nice every now and again? Yes. I'm not saying his saying like, I don't buy those types of things, but I feel like I put a limit on myself in how I spend my money because I know my my money don't run like this, you know? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's you definitely should treat yourself. Like, by all means, you know, when she said, you know, I want a Louis bag, I'm like, that's, you know, you should have that because if you somebody and you work hard and you like nice things, yes, treat yourself to those nice things, but don't be somebody with a Louis bag and you want your bank account ain't, you know, the debit card in your purse ain't even worth the price of that purse. Right. Like, don't, don't be that person. Be somebody that's still ahead when you're doing those kind of things. So I think in dating, when you're dating someone, um, it's important to like watch their spending habits, watch the things that they want to spend their money on. Cause it's, it is now I'm gonna go to social media. Now it's a lot of people out here that look like they got something and they ain't got it. Okay. It's a they lot got of people to piss in. like, you know, you have this X, Y, Z, but you don't have like a house, like you living in your mama house or you renting an apartment instead of buying you like a condo or a townhouse or something that's going to be yours. Like it's, it's just a lot of people are living for images or, and don't, people need to just not be caught up in the images. Like you really want to be somebody that's living in your own reality, live within your means. Um, I always say that the person standing next to you can have on $2,000 worth of clothes, shoes, whatever. And you could be standing next to them in your little $30 fashion over outfit and look just as cute, you know? Mm-hmm. Um I I think it's all about, you know, you knowing yourself, being true to yourself, and it's it's about that confidence, because I've seen a lot of people put some stuff together that's expensive, but they look dumb as hell, so mm-hmm. <laughs> you gotta also know how to style yourself, put it together, um, and just know that, you know, you looking good, however, you if you feeling fly, you fly, baby, don't let nobody tell you nothing different. Mm-hmm, facts. Yeah, I definitely, um, Try try and think about, you know, am I doing this because I really want it or am I doing this to flex? You know what I'm saying? And for me, I know whenever I come back to the States, I would like to buy a property, you know, buy a home. No, it won't be my forever home because wherever, wherever I go next might not be the place I stay for forever. But, you know, I at least want to be able to, you know, say I'm a homeowner, like I work towards doing this for myself Mm -hmm. you know and so um you know which could be the start of me being like that be end up being my first rental property you know so that's that's what I'm working towards like really just trying to you know be mindful of my spending because I know I didn't grow up in a household where um finances were a priority it was an afterthought you Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying like you know, let's get the wants and then we worry about the bills. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to live my life like that. So I've always made it a point to be like, I pay my bills on time, you know, whatever. So when I think about being in a relationship with somebody, what encompasses being financially stable is someone who knows how to manage their money, knows how to save, knows how to invest, you know, because sometimes money just sitting in savings ain't gaining no money. Mm-hmm. Like you putting this money to the side, but you could be growing that money too, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think the savings is good to like have ca- cash readily available, but you also want to be building off the money that you got sitting, you know? So um, that's what I look for because when it comes time to buy property, they look at all that money, mm-hmm. you know, not just what's sitting in your bank account right now. <laughs> so what, so since we're dating, so what is like in this, no matter the price, like what's the best gift a guy ever got you? You know, I, I would have to say it was when I was married. Um, it was our, our, Valentine, our first Valentine's Day together. So his thing was he didn't believe in giving gifts for Christmas, even though he was a Christian. Um, it, it was something about receiving gifts on Jesus's birthday that didn't sit well with him. And so, and, and plus, that's not what Christmas is technically about. It's not right. about getting gifts. So um, I understood his reasoning for being like he didn't want to give gifts, you know, whatever. So for Valentine's Day, he like went all out. Like I, I want to say I can't remember. He might have paid. I think he paid for everything that day. And so 
the way we gave gifts was we would always send each other like just a list of things that we were interested in and gave us the opportunity to still surprise each other and be like, you know, I don't necessarily know what you picked off the list, you know, but I know it's something that you want. And so I was sending him a list and he was like, well, you know, you're not getting everything on this list. And I'm like, no shit. But (laughs) him saying that also put it in perspective for me, because when I do give gifts, I don't really know, like, what's too much and what's not enough. So he had just sent me like three different watches. And so I bought him one watch. (laughs) I was like, it's Valentine's (laughs) Day. You know, it ain't that serious, you know, whatever. And so he had these dice or whatever. And basically on the day of Valentine's Day, we rolled the dice and then whatever number the dice hit, that was the gift that I was going to get. And I think total, I ended up getting like maybe five or six gifts that day. And I felt like shit because I only bought him that one damn one. (laughs) (laughs) And so somewhere during the day, I told him like, because he wanted like, it was like a dress watch, uh, uh, an eye watch, and some other kind of watch. And so I got him the dress watch, and I was like, well, I know I can get the the outfit real quick. So I was like, yeah, take me by Sports Authority real fast. And I ended up buying <laughs> him the eye watch that day. But he had bought me, like, so I like um, gym shoes or whatever, and so he bought me a pair of phone posits, which those are one of the, my favorite pair of shoes. So he bought me some phone posits. He bought me this dress from BB, like BB was in at the time. Shit, BB still in if it's a good dress. Girl. <laughs> he bought me this dress from BB. Um, I had got some Gucci perfume. And then while we were at um Sports Authority, they was having a sale. So I ended up getting like three Adidas sweatshirts. And then we had went to Victoria's Secrets and he had bought me some stuff at Victoria's Secrets that day. And so it was just like, I felt like he had really put some thought into that day. And low key, I know he know I felt a way about not getting no gift on Christmas. So <laughs> so it wasn't really the fact that he splurged all out. It was more so like the thought that he mm-hmm. put into getting all of the things that he know was your favorite and things like that, right? Yeah. See? Sometimes it ain't about the money. I'm going to tell you my, the best gift that I ever got. So, um, probably was like the second, third year of my marriage. Um, when, you know, we lived in Virginia, Mm -hmm. um, I would come to Chicago to visit. So me and my son, I only had one child at this time. We went home to visit the family and he came home after us for a wedding. But me and Buddha had been gone for like, two, three weeks before he came home. Yeah. So, you know, he came back. We were in Chicago. We had a good time at the wedding um, that he was in. And then we came home. And when we came home... Was this the wedding in St. Louis? No, this was a wedding that he was in in Chicago. Oh, okay, okay. So we came back home to Virginia. And when we got home in Virginia, you know, it's like, okay, I haven't been here for like a month. Um, so I went upstairs to our room and on the door, it was like a little note, you know, like, I love you. And I was like, oh, I was like a little post-it note. Then I went inside the room and it was all of these notes on the mirror. And I had another mirror on the other side. It was notes on there, just all of these different reasons, like why he loved me. And I was mm-hmm. just like, oh, girl, like when I tell you, now, mind you, this gift is a free 99 gift. Okay, right. y'all listening, guys, free 99. And it, to me, like, it just was everything because I'm like, he put thought in this. So he did this before he left mm-hmm. to come to Chicago. And so he knew when we came back together, I was going to see it. And it was like turtles, you know, in the room, turtles for chocolate. Cause I love turtles. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was just like the best gift that he ever got me. And he done got me a lot of things, jewelry, um, you know, flowers, all types of stuff, clothes, perfume, shoes, all yeah. types of stuff. But that gift right there, that was like the best, I don't know, it was just like the best, the best gift I feel like I ever got and it didn't cost any money. Yeah. But it was so romantic and it was so thoughtful. So it's also like, to me, like when you in love and it's so, so, it's mm-hmm. so romantic, like, 
you know, you don't have to have a lot of money to show somebody that you love them and that you yeah. appreciate them and to shower them with love. Like showering mm-hmm. someone with love is not just with your finances. I mean, if exactly. women, we love gifts. Yes, we love jewelry. Like the times that I got jewelry, I have been so happy. You know, I love, you know, I got all this like, oh, I got me a new diamond necklace or something. You know, when those things happen, of course, I'm very excited. But yeah. when it's something like that, like you really thought about me, you know, mm-hmm. and you just, it was just so sweet. Like, and so till this day, that's like the best gift that I mm-hmm. ever got from him. So I will say that, um, oh, excuse me. I will say that, um, that, like, so my ex-husband couldn't cook to save his life. <laughs> so I will always have to keep things in the house that was easy for him to do. Like, you know, some frozen waffles, some sausage, you know, just something. And so sometimes on the weekends, like, the weekend was, like, my thing. I would get up every Saturday morning and try and make, you know, some elaborate breakfast for him or whatever because breakfast was also his favorite meal, you know. And um, so it was like, you know, I wanted to go above and beyond to, you know, make his Saturday morning nice. And during the week, he would make me breakfast. And even though that would just consist of, like, two boiled eggs, two pieces of sausage and a waffle, it was still nice that he took that burden off of me in the morning time, you know, to make breakfast. So I, I appreciated the, um, you know, I appreciated the thought behind his efforts. Mm-hmm. So um, I think those are the things that, those are the moments that we need to cherish when it comes mm-hmm. to relationships and, you know, people, um, you know, feeling like, because I feel like the most thing, the most important thing is you want to feel important to somebody. And it's the little things. Like when I say it's the little things, it's the little things that count. You know what I'm saying? Um, And so I don't feel like, you know, we should put so much pressure on men to keep up with the Joneses. Mm-hmm. And and also, I think some things that people forget, especially like women, is like men want gifts too. Men want to be mm-hmm. showered with love and affection as well. So it's like that's something that I keep in mind. So I'm always like putting thought in like something, you know, like that I think can make him smile or something like to show him like you know I appreciate you or I love you, even if it's just like a little little thing. Um, like I just. I just think it's important to give and do for them too. So like when um, our last, our third baby is a, it's a girl, you know, you know, Mm -hmm. we had the two boys and we wanted a daughter. So um, this just like, just showing like how I always get him gifts. So he was working and I had bought him like, you know, a a shirt and a tie and stuff like that, you know, just to be like, you know, I see you doing your thing, you know, just I'm like me and the kids got you an appreciation gift. But really I had found out that we was having a girl so in the bag, I had clothes in there, but I also had um, the outfit, the little sleeper that said, I love my daddy. It was a little baby girl outfit. So, you know, he picking out the shirt, looking at the ties and he like, oh, thank y'all. Thank y'all. Then he get to the bottom and he pull out the baby outfit and he like, I love daddy. He looked at me he like, we having a girl. And I'm like, yes. He like, it's a girl. Like, yes. You know, it was just so <laughs> exciting because he just thinking like, it's just like a regular gift for him, you know, mm-hmm. just telling him you know we proud of him and we appreciate him so just I think men like to be shown love and affection and like to be surprised too so you know Mm -hmm. as women we have to keep that in mind and we have to do little things for them I know for their type of gifts their gifts is like they coming in and you got on something sexy you know and you ready to get them a good night um you know that's something that don't even cost a lot but just to show them like you willing to go above and beyond so ladies you know pull out your lingerie pull out that sexy you know your wig when you transform into you know whoever you may be in after hours it's slay i say for me slay i'm say okay girl and that's you know it's just like so it's just little things um for them as well that they like um they like breakfast in bed they like um to be surprised with a nice watch some nice cologne you know mm-hmm. um because they like jewelry too i know when kobe and i were to even though it was very brief um 
Kobe has been to London on numerous occasions. So for him coming out here to see me, it wasn't like we needed to do all this touristy stuff, you know, because he's done it before. So when he came out here, um, I took him to my favorite hotel in London, which is um, Nobu Hotel. It's like a Japanese-inspired hotel. So it's real swanky, just nice. It it ain't cheap either, shit. (laughs) But but, um, I took him to it, and he was like, oh, this hotel really nice. He like, yeah, whenever you come back home, we're going to have to go to Nobu there. But Nobu is only in a certain few places. And so I looked it up because I always like to double check some shit. So I'm like, do they got a Nobu in Chicago? And actually, they was actually working on, like, putting one in Chicago. So I'm like, yeah. Probably by the time I come out there, it'll be up and running. So I was like, I'm gonna be looking forward to it too. But, <laughs> but um, you know, I paid for him to, you know, I paid for the hotel. I didn't ask him for any money. Um, you know, we went on a one one of the touristy attractions that he had done before. But we had like a champagne sip during the experience, and we had a guide to like tell us about the landmarks and stuff. And he was like, well, you know, I've been here before, but I never had no guy. You know, we didn't have no champagne. So I think he liked the fact that, you know, I thought about, you know, making the experience special for him. And so, um, you know, I do like to do things like that to make the other person feel like, you know, they're appreciated. And so one of the things that we did talk about while we were together was, you know, of course, we were dating for the longevity game or whatever. And his thing was he was he didn't want to like he made nice money so he could afford to pay all the bills. But he's just like. You know, I just feel like if you work, because he's the type of person, he don't want to be with somebody that don't have nothing for themselves either. Mm-hmm. So he was just like, you know, I want my spouse to contribute to our household. You know what I'm saying? He's like, I may pay the mortgage or whatever because I know I want to live somewhere nice. So, you know, I don't have a problem with paying the mortgage or paying the car notes or whatever because he was into cars too. And so he was just like, I can't have all my toys and then I do nothing nice for my wife. So, you know, if you want a nice car, you know, I get you a nice car. So he was like, well, what do you think about that? I said, shit, them the most expensive bills. So if you a mortgage and a car note, like your girl will pay some utilities, you know. Okay. Because I've never been in a situation where it wasn't 50-50 or I'm footing the whole bill. So it was a breath of fresh air to be with somebody that was like, you know, even though he didn't look at it as he was taking care of me, to me, you taking care of my basic necessities. Mm -hmm. So shit, that's taking care of me for me. (laughs) Right. Yeah, I, and I think that that's, to me, like a man has to be a man. Mm -hmm. Like, um, I I can't really, like, say, because even before I got married, like, if I was talking to a guy, like, I am definitely wasn't no gold digger. I've always worked um, ever since I was, before I was even old enough, I was babysitting kids at 12, 13 years old. Mm-hmm. But as a man, like, you're, and for me, you gonna do, like, yeah, period, because I just feel like I deserve it. I always grew up with a mom and a dad, my dad was handling business but my mom also worked and handled business too so um I, don't, I ain't been no gold digger but you gonna do you know, man gonna be a man um in yeah. my opinion um but my husband has always taken good care of me um I always paid the bills whatever rent mortgage whatever you know what I'm saying but I'm a working woman too I got money too so do I contribute? Do I pay utilities? Do I do things like, yes. Am I buying groceries? Yes. Um, we both buying clothes, shoes, things for the kids. Like, it's it's a team. Like, we just work as a team. What's mine is yours. What's yours is mine. So, mm-hmm. everything is both of us. Um, so, um, yeah. Like, I couldn't imagine it being any other way, you know. Um, mm-hmm. So, I do think a man should provide 
but a woman should be bringing something to the table as well because now you do see a lot of things where it's like if you going 50 50 with a man that ain't no man that's a roommate which i think is true if a man stepping to you saying 50 50 then yeah okay well we gonna be roommates you know but (laughs) (laughs) you ain't the man because you stepping to me on some 50 50 stuff but i think you you have to be somebody to have it too because when whatever you lack you know i could pick up um, as you go on the journey in life, it's going to be times where you're going to be down and they're going to be down. Um, so you need to be there to pick that person up. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember, you remember, it was a time when I was a housewife and I was just like, you remember like the frustration, like I want a job. I'm trying to find me a job. I'm just, yeah. Just because that wasn't who I was, like I'm just being taken care of. Like I didn't like that. Um, I didn't like feeling like. I don't have my own, like, it just wasn't, that's just not who I am. I mean, it was beneficial because I was able to stay home with my son, but I'm used to having my own. And he was never like, you know, I had to come ask him, like, it was literally no, like, the money was our money when it came in, but it just still was something that didn't sit well with me. Mm -hmm. I mean, then I think once, (laughs) one time when I was in Virginia, we got into like a big argument and I wanted to leave. And I was like, oh, I'm leaving. I'm, and I wanted to go to a hotel. But then I was thinking, like, if I go to a hotel and I use a debit card, he going to know where I'm at. So then I was like, <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, um, dang, what I'm going to do. So I remember calling my little sister and being like, girl, could you give me this hotel room? She's like, yeah, I'll do it, you know. But then in that moment, I just felt so low. Like, I just mm-hmm. felt like I am never going to be in this position again where, I feel like I need to go or get and do, and I got to call somebody else and ask them for some money. Yeah. Um, that was like a, like a super wake up call, um, for me because I'm like this, this, it wasn't a good feel. Like it yeah. truly wasn't a good feeling to not have. And I think no matter how much a man going to do for you as a woman, you should always have your own, mm-hmm. um, always be working. Like, that's why I really admire, like, and people they complain about it but I think it's good like when like the basketball wives they have like a business or something of their own because you need something of your own like and they be like well if she only got it because her man got millions well that's good that she went and took some of his millions and got something and, of her own and made her own exactly like I'm like that's what that's what any smart woman would do mm-hmm. so um yeah you can be with somebody that's balling even if you were the man and he say you could be a housewife be a housewife but also take some money and start you a business or start something where you can have something of your own because you should always have your own regardless of how good it is I don't care if you married to Michael Jordan have your own mm-hmm. it's important I agree so I feel like at this age ladies We should definitely be, of course, wanting to be with somebody that's financially stable, but not necessarily looking for somebody to finance our lives or buy us extravagant gifts. Those things are nice. If you can if you can get a man that can do nice things for you extravagantly and he can fund your life, then so be it. But if you just dating Joe Schmo that's in the military or the guy that's just like an accountant, wherever he an accountant at, it's just like, I'm not saying lower your expectations, but just don't anticipate a man to go bankrupt to, (laughs) you know what I'm saying, buy you nice gifts like a Louis bag Mm -hmm. or a Gucci something, name brand. You know what I'm saying? Because life ain't about that. You know, at this point, I feel like in your 30s, you should be wanting to build a stable life, build, make memories with people. You know what I'm saying? And so really take that into account when you're dating someone. If you know that you're a person who likes to take trips, you know, try and be with somebody that also likes to travel. You know what I'm saying? Because if you get Joe Schmo to just want to sit in the house and chill on his time off from work, y'all ain't going to mesh because he going to be looking like you always want to be out in the street and gone somewhere with your friends. But I'm sitting at home like, you know, so take that into account also when you looking for a mate, you know, Um, because there are men or people in general that don't like to go nowhere. Maybe they ain't never been on a plane. Maybe they scared of flying. You know, you don't know. But 
definitely want to get somebody that matches the things that you want outside of materialistic things. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that is my take on no fi- no finance no love uh andrea any any last word um i mean definitely if you want somebody you know at your level make sure they on your level um but yeah um definitely don't get a cookie away for free <laughs> <laughs> um yeah like don't don't just be asking for 40 dollars you know want more mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you know, it's not just about, um, the materialistic things. It's also about the thought and those gifts mean so much more because those are the priceless gifts. Definitely. So I think that is going to wrap it up for the hot cup of cocoa this week. But this week we got to ask cocoa letter. Oh, exciting. um, (laughs) I'm excited about this letter because, I feel like Drea gives such good insight and advice that I think she could really help this person out. So she says, hey, Coco girl, I need your help. I am in my 30s and recently divorced. My ex-husband and I were together a little over 10 years and we share a beautiful baby girl together. Now that I'm single, I find myself having major baby fever. My clock is ticking and I really want another child. So here's the sticky part. I'm torn with the decision to go back to my ex to have a child. He stated multiple times that he wants another baby with me as well or play the waiting game and keep my fingers crossed that I will meet a nice, wholesome man, remarry and then have another child. My ex is obviously an ex for a reason, but in a sense, he is the safe option for me to take. Girl, help a sister out. What should I do? (laughs) So what's your thoughts? (laughs) Oh, oh, well, she kind of took, I feel like she knows. She definitely took the words out of my mouth. Like, an ex is an ex for a reason. Um, The one mistake I feel like a lot of people make is having a baby, thinking that a baby is going to change the situation, better the situation. Um, they definitely don't. If anything, I feel like when you have a baby, things get a little more tense because a lot of people, you lack in sleep and things of that nature. Do not, I repeat, girl, do not go back to your husband and make another baby. Um, <laughs> I feel like do not. No, because if it was so serious after, like she said, after almost 10 years, they got a divorce. Mm-hmm. Um if even after all that time you you didn't feel like it was worth working it out, it's definitely not worth going back, um, making another baby with him. Um, I think you should just, you know, cherish the child that you share now. Um, with that baby fever, what I do is I go babysit somebody else's kids, and after one night with that baby, that fever goes away. So <laughs> <laughs> she can try that. Um, and just yeah, maybe you'll meet another man and you'll get remarried and you can have kids. Uh, with him but if not uh, you know definitely don't go back to the husband so my thoughts on having a baby with the ex-husband I definitely say don't do it Um, as you said ex is an ex for a reason Um, and I I feel like another child together will only complicate the situation even more Mm -hmm. and speaking from a woman in my 30s who, yes, I have baby fever a lot, you know, because you don't necessarily see yourself in your 30s single and childless. I know I did not. Um, So it's one of those things like, you know, I am waiting for the right situation to come about before I have kids. Like, shit, I could have been a mother five damn times by now. (laughs) (laughs) And as much as I would have enjoyed, you know, making the baby um, and possibly even being a mother, my grandma always told me, and I know you're not making this baby with this intent, but, you know, a baby don't keep no man. You know what I'm saying? It's not going to make him come to any other realization that, you know, because whatever he's done, 
or whatever happened in the situation, y'all are divorced for a reason. And so I would just say if y'all are parenting amicably at the moment, like, just leave it at that. Don't don't complicate it anymore. And when the time comes for you to meet the man that you're meant to be with, y'all will have a baby if that's what y'all decide together. Um, I feel like it is harder today in your 30s, but I definitely think it's possible to be in a relationship with somebody, to find a relationship that is the kind of relationship that you want. And, you know, manifest it, you know, pray about it, manifest on it. And what be Simone say? She the manifestation queen? Like, mm-hmm. how she became a millionaire? Like, girl, if she could become a millionaire, we can definitely manifest the things we want in our lives. You know, so I just say pray about it, manifest it, and that baby will come with the man it's supposed to come with. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate you writing in. And of course, if you guys have any Ask Coco questions, you know, email me at kikianwithcocopie at gmail.com. DM me on Instagram. I will get the, I will read your letter on air. And me and whoever I have a guest in that week will definitely give you some, some insight or advice if that's what you're looking for. And, you know, I look forward to receiving those letters. So I think that is going to wrap it up for this week's episode. Um, As mentioned in a previous episode, Andrea is an aspiring writer. And she does have an Instagram dedicated to her writing. And I know she is working on a book right now. So I am... Super excited to read this book whenever she finishes it. She has been very, you know, hush-hush about it. I know. Um, so I would definitely say follow her IG. It's at Dress Quill. Um, you know, stay tuned for what she posts on there. And, of course, when her book is ready for purchase, she is going to post it on there. So, Go ahead and follow at Drea's Quill. So yes. And, and her writing will definitely have you like, okay, girl, a word. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So go ahead and follow Drea's Quill and Queen Drea J. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I appreciate y'all tuning in as always. So I'm going to go ahead and peace out. Bye. Bye. Bye.